Welcome to the Knowing God Podcast. The hope of this podcast is that it would help you to know the Word of God so that you may ultimately know God. I'm your host, Andrew Rutten. We are continuing on in our final days studying the letter to the Colossians. Remember last time I mentioned that this final section is often a part of Scripture that we can tend to pass over, you know, names, places, situations, all that don't directly apply to us, so we think. Therefore, we skip it or skim it, or maybe some of you dutifully read it just to say that we did. But in reality, I think there are a lot of beautiful truths that we can find and meditate on even through these verses. Specifically, at the end of Colossians, in regard to community. Because what Paul is doing is listing out people that are partners in ministry with him, those who are in community with Paul. And so last time, we looked at the challenge to be who we are, that the call from God is to be faithful in whatever role in life and ministry that he has given you. And now today, we are going to look at a beautiful gift to any community, and that is the beauty and the gift of encouragement. Let me read verse 7, what we hit last time, and then I'll read verse 8, which is where we'll find this idea of encouragement. Colossians 4, verse 7 and 8. Tychicus will tell you all about my activities. He is a beloved brother and a faithful minister and fellow servant in the Lord. I have sent him to you for this very purpose, that you may know how we are and that he may encourage your hearts. Tychicus was a support role in the ministry. Paul is presented to us throughout the story of Scripture as a primary leader, writer, missionary, and evangelist. In our common viewpoint, Paul is the main leader. He's the primary one who's on the front lines of ministry. But last episode, we tried to dispel this idea that only an upfront leader has value or purpose in the kingdom. If it wasn't for other people sold out for the kingdom of God, following Jesus in their lives, and being faithful to their particular calling, then the mission of God could not be done well. That's why Paul writes in 1 Corinthians 12 that all people have gifts that need to be used for the good of the church. When we're thinking about our community, the emphasis here is that you don't need to be someone else in your community. You need to be you. And you let that other person and all those other people be who they are. And what we said at the end is that we should enjoy and strive after the description of Tychicus that he was a beloved brother a faithful minister, and a servant in the Lord. No matter what that specifically looks like for you, that is what we all should desire to be defined as, a family member, faithful, and a servant of Christ. But then Paul does go on and explain what he appreciates about his fellow servant in Christ. Listen to verse 8 again. I have sent him to you for this very purpose, that you may know how we are and that he may encourage your hearts. 
It seems most likely that the reason Paul is sending Tychicus is that he is carrying the letter from Paul to the Colossians. So it's most likely that Paul is in prison when he's writing this, and so he is having Tychicus fill them in on what's been going on with Paul and their ministry currently. As odd as that is for us today, obviously they didn't have any form of quick communication. There's no extremely easy way for a letter to get written and transferred miles away. So what would happen is that Paul and his ministry partners would write the letter and then someone has to hit the road and deliver it. And again, Tychicus is that guy, along with Onesimus, which we'll talk more about next time. So Paul sends these two guys to Colossae in order to meet with the church, fill them in on what's been going on and how Paul's doing, and also to encourage their hearts. And that is what I want us to spend our last few minutes considering, the beauty of encouragement. I believe, if I'm right, we've talked about the idea of encouragement a while back on the podcast, but it's probably worth refreshing our minds around what this idea of encouragement is. When we think of encouragement or somebody encouraging someone else, the root word there is courage. So the idea of encouraging is to give courage, to strengthen, to build up for strength and endurance. When we talk about encouragement, we're not talking about flattery or even mere compliments. You know, flattery can be words that we may or may not mean, and we're simply saying it to make someone else feel better. It may sound positive, but oftentimes they aren't genuine. That may be something like someone telling you that you're so good at your job or you're so good at that hobby when they don't really mean it. They're just saying it. On the other hand, compliments can be good and they can feel nice in the moment, but usually a compliment in and of itself doesn't compel us to courage or strengthen us. Compliments are like telling you that you're wearing a really nice dress or that someone loves your shoes or that your artwork looks really cool or your hair looks nice or that project you did was done in a timely manner. It's saying something nice and it's a compliment. It's not a bad thing, but they also, again, don't really deeply strengthen us. What Paul is talking about are words that give courage. So let me give you a couple examples just of what encouragement might look like. Let's say that you have somebody in your church community that you think is a really nice person. Now, you might compliment them by telling them that. You know what? You are a really nice person to others. Encouragement might look a little more like this, walking up to them and saying, you know, the heart that God has given you to care for people and notice them is incredibly loving and impactful. I so appreciate your heart and the way that you see people. I think God has gifted you in a way that makes so many people feel seen and loved. Continue to use this gift. It matters a lot to people. Now, I know it's not just more words, but do you see how much more depth there is to that? Or let me give you one more example. Someone might compliment you by saying that you are a really good writer. Now, that's good and that's nice to hear. 
but a deep level encouragement might look a little bit more like this. When you speak or write, you have an incredible way of using words. And those words that you use, they can stick in people's minds and hearts and become very meaningful to them. I think God is using that gift in you to stir people toward him and loving others. I just want to say good job using a skill that God has given you to bless others. You start to see the difference? Compliments can make you feel good and they're nice on the surface, but encouragement stirs you to courage and endurance and strength and motivates you to continue living out of how God has designed you to live. Giving encouragement may take us some more time, but it's noticing what God is doing in someone and doing through them and calling out that greatness in them. Paul says that part of the reason he sent Tychicus to Colossae is to encourage their hearts. He's giving them this letter and he's sending one of his beloved brothers and somebody in the ministry with him in order to encourage them, to give them boldness, to continue on in their ministry. Paul, we see clearly in this letter, loves these people, and he wants them to walk deeply with Jesus. And he will encourage them in who they are, what they've done, and how to keep moving forward. So my simple challenge for you today, you might be able to guess it, would be this. I want you to encourage one person today. That's it. And if you want to go even further, you can do it one day every week. And I'm not talking about a compliment and I'm not talking about flattery. I'm saying a genuine encouragement. And if that sounds foreign to you, just think, what is something that that person does really well? Think about how God has gifted them and is using them with that. What's the fruit of that? And then encourage them to continue using it for God's glory and others' good. So instead of just giving a quick statement that might be true, call it out in them. Notice how God has gifted them and is using that in them and encourage them to continue doing it for others. Yes, genuine encouragement for most of us will take more time and more thought. And it will bear much more fruit. Let's lead out in being an encouraging community. Friends, may God bless you and keep you. May he give you favor, grace, and peace.